Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is uh, Shane, the host of From the Shadows podcast, and I'm here with Jason, the super producer. Greetings, everybody. And the one and the only resident skeptic, the Ozark Howler. Hey, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> can you can you guys tell the excitement of the Howler? Uh, well. <laughs> no? No, all right. I, you, know, I, you, you know me, man. I try to under-promise and over-deliver, right? Uh, so, so I don't need to catch you. Hey, I don't need catchy phrases. I don't need snappy hooks. I don't need any no clickbait with me. Okay, ah. it's the real deal. There you go. Well, for all for all of our new listeners, since we're a new member of the Odyssey Radio Network, we'd like to invite everybody to stick around after this short intro and check out what we like to call the midweek howl. And what the midweek howl is is it's just our little uh, story time with the with the Ozark Howler. Um, in which we try to try to lighten your week up a little bit with a, with a fit 10, 15 minutes of laughter. So stick around, laugh with us, enjoy the stories. Um, no harm, no foul. Um, so just be ready to, uh, to, to go to a world that uh, you probably hoped didn't exist in the world. And expect to be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Expect to be entertained. So you got it. You, do you have any warnings or? Uh, no, you know what? Though I wasn't. But what I was going to say is, so may, maybe I, after I just told you, there's a hook. There's no hook. There's a, there's a there's a hook. You know, I I think I said it earlier on the last one. I did with you guys. You know, I I got a story for almost everything. You know, because I just been on. I was on the street for almost thirty years, so I got a story for everything. So if if you got a subject, send it to From the Shadows podcast, and I'll tell you a story about it. Yeah, yeah. And for those, I guess for those new listeners, the Howler has 30 years of being a sheriff, a highway patrolman, uh, air marshal, a homeland security, and, and probably a lifetime of just being an all-around funny dude. So Redneck, uh, man. Redneck. Redneck. <laughs> There you go, <laughs> so we hope we hope that uh, you give us give give this little segment a chance and go check out the holler and uh, like you said, if you got some stories that you guys are interested in, you know, asking about or if he's going to have to send it to you guys because I'm not on social media, so it's got to go. Yeah, he's not. He's not on social media, so so if you really really want to say some good stuff about him, we'll share it with him. And if you say some bad stuff about him, don't waste your time. He won't ever hear it. We'll. He's kind of fragile, so we won't let him hear that. So with that, thanks for welcoming welcoming us onto the Odyssey Radio Network, and we hope that uh, you enjoy the show. So, so Howler, what, what's the story that? Well, uh, you know, this is you told me I get to talk about what I wanted to this week, talk, right? Because normally you prompt me, right? 
Yeah. Dealer's choice. Just yes. You, you, whatever and you want. I was driving on the highway, and uh, shortly after we had that conversation, that text string, and I was trying to think, and I thought maybe I would devote a uh, some stories to uh, a topic that's that's kind of dying out where I'm from, um, the trailer park. You know, as as the place is developing and people are going out into the rural first ring suburbs, there's the, the, the trailer parks, as I knew as a child, are gone. You know what I mean? And in one particular one, they condemned it. And they built uh, big, big new overpasses and they made sure that the overpass uh, was about five times bigger than it needed to be just so they could run it through the trailer park and get rid of it. <laughs> so Jeez. that's that's what the trailer park people thought that they were finally getting displaced by uh, corporate America. <laughs> that was the cons- that was the conspiracy. Yeah, and I tra- you know what? Because what the deal is, they they surveyed it, they condemned it, surveyed it, and tore it out about two years before they ever started construction on the on the overpass. So, but back, but back <laughs> in the day, I don't know. I think you mentioned this trailer park in one of your. Um, in one of your in your, one of your stories, McCubbins is what it was called. It's gone now. Oh yeah, and that's. I, I, I'm pretty sure yeah. the proprietor has has unfortunately passed away through uh, age. So I feel uh, I don't feel bad about mentioning it. But there was a trailer park just south of my hometown called McCubbins that was everything that your listeners would think of a stereotypical trailer park. You know. And if you've ever seen the, uh, have you ever seen the show on Comedy Central called Trailer Park Boys? I have not, but I've heard. Okay, of well, this was a real life Trailer Park Boys times a hundred. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> so I'm going to tell you how low rent some of these cats were. So you used to just pull in there sometimes if you, and it was built on a hillside, so there was there was like three or four tiers. Okay, so the top tier, which was at the main entrance had fairly new trailers. But as you snake down through it, the trailers at the very bottom of the hill were vintage 1950s, 60s, some of them oh, almost yeah. like old air. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. real mo- mobile homes. You know what I mean? My, right. my, my, gra- my great-grandma lived in a little trailer park that's still on my mail route. And it yeah. was the uh, emerald green with the, with the silver... Yeah. trim you know yeah. like make real retro <laughs> yeah so um sweet because at the bottom of the hill they had been there for 50 years 40 years or whatever you know what i mean the trees had grown oh, yeah. up and 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 that was just you know it was just it was known that um it was just a place that <laughs> the cops had to go periodically sometimes more than others okay and i have since found out at my great grandma's 86th birthday two years ago that Mr. Uh, the proprietor was actually married to my grandpa's sister, and I didn't know it because I was family. telling. Yes, I was telling the story, <laughs> and my my great grandma my grandma uh, said, "Well, you know, that's my brother in law." And I said, "Do what?" And she said, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and and these guys all kind of these old eighty year old people just started telling me how you know big family. She was, she was, uh, my grandpa was one of 11, I guess. So in one of the girls, um, I said, I wish I'd have known that back when I was a cop because that carried, that would have carried some weight. You know what I mean? 
that would have carried some weight. And I'm sure, so, you know, what's weird is this is what bothers me. I'd probably been out there 50 times and he knew I was related to his wife because of my last name, but he failed to mention it. What's that? Does that say something about who's that say more about him or me? I, I think that's an <laughs> indictment on you, but I do. I don't want to say that. Oh, I just did. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, did he not feel comfortable because I was the heavy-handed lawman? Maybe, because... maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't want a favor. He just wanted to be treated fairly, like everybody, like the same as everybody else. It, he didn't it want. Truly, to... wouldn't be of my DNA then. Um, anyway, <laughs> hey, so, so I, I, I would, you know, I, I wasn't very good at being a cop, as far as I wasn't very heavy-handed. But that made me good to get information for people. So one day the sheriff called me and says, hey, you need to take these Capitol Police officers. The state capitol's got their own police department. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I can't call them three-block cops because it's a lot bigger than three blocks. But they take care of all these they, they take care of all these office buildings. In, you know what I mean? Around the state capitol and the grounds and certain things. So majority of their things are... <laughs> I don't even know what the majority of it. I'm assuming that it was office related, you know, um, somebody stole something from an office or somebody, you know, it's because it, once the buildings all closed down at the middle of the night, there's nothing there, or, you know, weekends and holidays, a lot of it's closed down. So anyway, the sheriff says, Hey, you need to take these two cops out to McCubbins and go find so-and-so. And I don't remember the guy's name. Okay. So I talked to these people, these these cops and like all um functions that close to the the flagpole they had the best of the best they had the best uniforms they had the best cars they had the best pay these guys looked like they stepped out of a a, a law enforcement recruiting poster okay (laughs) and i am about to take them to some place that they are not emotionally or professionally equipped to go which is the trailer (laughs) (laughs) so so I said, come on, follow me. And I, you know, particular where, who are you going to go see? So <clears throat> I roll up and, and the locals know who I am. You know what I mean? So I roll up and these, these, these cops are behind me and we go to the, the trailer. And I don't remember now how we knew what trailer to go to, but we go to this trailer and there was no less than 11 or 12 people living in a single wide trailer house. <laughs> You gotta be okay. kidding me! Not even a double wide, a right? And it was oh. it was it wasn't totally cold, but it was fairly cool. And the reason why that plays a part in this is the furnace was broke. So when I knocked on the door and they and this and this gentleman answered the door, the oven was the oven door was open and it was like set to four hundred <laughs> degrees, like you were gonna cook a pizza, but it was it was to warm the place up because the furnace had quit. Okay, so I asked for this dude, and I don't even remember what his name was, but I could tell the dude answered doors like parolee. He's tatted up, you know, Aryan Nation, been around the block, and he he gave me a puzzled look when I asked for a particular person, and it wasn't a puzzled look like I'm going to lie to you or that's a friend of mine or we're going to run. It was a puzzled look like, what could that guy have done? so they holler back and you only single watch you walk in there's a kitchens to the right you're in the middle of the living room there's a hallway down to the left 
you know, a couple of bedrooms and a bathroom off, you know, the, the door, the hallway ones to the, along the backside of the, the trailer. And each thing is, is to the left. Mm-hmm. Well, immediately when he says he dispatches a heavy set gal to go get Ronnie or Donnie or Johnny or whatever his name is. And these Capitol police guys, they want for officer safety. Okay. Cause they were adequately trained. They want to go with them and i said man i don't know if you want to go back there no my god what if somebody gets a gun i said you know we'll just shoot it out here in the living room but i don't think we'll go i i don't want to go back there you know what i mean because you don't know what's back there dude no it's the abyss and and then training they usually think it's the fatal funnel that's what they call it the fatal funnel when you go down the hallway and i'm telling you what you go you mess around in trailer park and you you accidentally fatal you know what i mean so they demanded to go back there, and I said, okay, of course, they pull out their $150 little Stinger flashlights and light this, unlit, and they end up waking the whole place up. So when they first answered the door, I seen there was one guy that answered the door. There's a couple fat chicks in the living room, one other mope at the table. So I got maybe four, right? They have got to wake the whole nest of rats up. <laughs> So, <laughs> if they would have just listened to me, you know, convict would just brought Ronnie or Donnie or Lonnie or whoever we wanted up there. But instead, <laughs> these cops walk down this hallway saying, police, show me your hands. And everybody ends up in the freaking living room oh, with no. us. Nobody wants to go outside because it's cold, remember? Mm-hmm. So I get this kid and and and... He's immediately getting legal advice from seven other people in the room. Don't talk to him. Don't say anything. If you didn't do anything, you know, the girls are saying, if you didn't do anything, you can talk. Well, the, black, the dudes are going, don't say anything because they'll frame your ass up. And and what's funny is when I was standing there, you know, what are we doing? Before I took him out there, well, they he was a night janitor. And they had a bunch of stuff missing from the building, different weird things being missing. So they were narrowing it down to the cleaners, the nighttime cleaners, of which this gentleman was one. So as I'm standing there, something caught my eye, and I don't remember what it was. It was You remember cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. It was either a cassette tape or a VHS tape. And and I I picked it up, or I could see it, and it had a... It had a state of Missouri property tag on it. I'm pretty sure it was a cassette tape. You know, it was like, uh, and it said, <clears throat> state of Missouri, do not remove. Remember the little stickers they put on things? Mm-hmm. And what yeah. he had done, and then written across it, it said like Def Leppard or something. And what they had done is they'd put the little tape over the over the top of the cassette so they could record over top of it. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it, it, yeah, and they had recorded like... <laughs> I've one of Def Leppard albums, you know what I mean? <laughs> over this, over this training tape, and it was like, it was like this training, training series A, tape one, effectively dealing with the public, and then it said Def Leppard in, in, in Magic Marker across it. <laughs> so, so I said, "Hey man, what's up with this?" I don't know. I said, what do you mean you don't know? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. And of course, I don't know. And, and, and that, I said, who, so I'm saying, who, 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 who leases this thing? Whose trailer is this? Uh, you know, it's so and so and they ain't here. Well, you know, so eventually I got around and I said, you know what? We're going to search this thing. And, and I, I ended up with a pile of 
cassettes and VHSs with all these <laughs> in Missouri apartment checks, but what really had screwed him up, they had taken this, he had taken this Midland radio, like the maintenance radio, you know, that they'd call down and say somebody, oh, puked, okay. somebody puked in the elevator or whatever, because he was a contractor. He wasn't a state employee. He was a contractor. But in the course of this, I was finding all these brand new clothes with tags on them. You know, like Izod, remember the old Izod alligator shirt? Oh, yeah. You know, polo, Ralph Lauren stuff. I'm finding all of this stuff. So, and what they would do, now they'd call it flash mob or whatever. But what these most would do, they'd load up in this, you know, crappy tra- Chrysler minivan. They would drive to Dillard's. They would all walk in, and the clerks couldn't watch all of them at once, and they would steal stuff. Okay? So they would steal stuff. So, but half of the trailers was convicts, and half of them were smart enough, uh, were too dumb not to talk. So they started telling, well, that's, you know, Lonnie stole that, and Ronnie stole that, and Donnie stole that, and Donna took this. And, and, and finally I said, hold on a second here, fellas. I said, everybody gather around, and they, they, I, it was getting too tight. We we walked out. You know, these are real cops. They're, they're getting up. They're they're getting worried. You know, they're paranoid, looking over their shoulder. You know, and they're worried about being surrounded by these people. And <clears throat> so we backed out on the porch. And anyway, I got all. I said, "This is the deal. I want everybody to pay attention. Can everybody see me?" And all these these people stood almost like I was doing a group photo with them. And they're all. I said, "Everybody can see me." Yes, everybody can hear me. Yes. I said, "Okay." And I pulled out my little brand of card and said, "You all have the right to remain silent." <laughs> <laughs> and said, then the capital cop goes, "Well, dude, what are you doing?" I said, "I'm going to read all of them the rights." I said, "All of them are suspects at this point. Let's just read all of them the rights." He goes, "I don't. I think you got to do it individually." And I said, "Oh no, you don't. Why? Who says this is copper?" <laughs> I mean, we get the, the power to define is the power to rule. We'll just tell them no. So I read all 11 or 12 of them, their Miranda rights, at which time part of them exercised and the other part of them thought it was a joke. And I ended up with about 17 black trash bags full of evidence <laughs> because I said, okay, now that you've all been read your rights, I want everything that's stolen right here. I said, go back in the room, go, go in your car, wherever. I need it all right here. Because someone were saying, "Well, I didn't take it, but so and so gave it to me. I didn't take it, but so I said, "Okay, so if you're if you have any inclination that it's stolen, I need it right here." And <clears throat> and it was like an episode of Reverse Hoarders. Instead of collecting it all, they they this 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 place started puking out evidence, <laughs> brand new, fake costume jewelry and watches and Izod and Polo and on and on and on to where I had 17 trash bags. It got to the point where the Capitol cops that started all this deal, they wanted to leave. They said, hey, we got our guy. We got a statement from him. We think he's guilty. We're going to talk to the prosecutor and file charges. But we got to get out of here. And I said, whoa, 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 Sarge, you ain't going nowhere. You you lit this fire, you're going to watch it burn, Jack. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're like, no, we don't think this is a good... We don't want to be any part of this. And I said, part of what? I don't know what's going on, but we don't think you're doing it the right way here. <laughs> and I said, this is a trailer park rules, man. You just you just do it. You just roll with it. Did you, you, know? you say I'm old man McCubbin's nephew? You right know, I, I would have had if I'd known that. I would have if I'd known that. But, you know, actually, he was kind of low rent. So um, I got about <laughs> 10 more stories. So I got 17 evidence bags. Are seventeen trash bags full of evidence, 
and I couldn't hardly get out of Chevy Caprice at the time. And I and I had I I had the whole back of it, the back seat of it, I mean stacked to the ceiling like I like a college kid moving. I had all this evidence. So then I went to the courthouse and I had to get a case number and I had to start this case with it. And I had it, it so so the sheriff comes in and says, What's all that? You guys still there? I'm getting some feedback here. Yeah. Yeah. And and I anyway, I had to go make a long story short. The sheriff goes, we don't have room for all that crap. We'll talk to the prosecutor and see if you got a case. So I went and had to open a case. I had for him to tell me I didn't have a case for me to go to the judge to get a disposal order to throw 17 bags of, of crap away. <laughs> so the only thing I did was create all this goddamn work, and, and that taught me a couple things about the criminal justice system. Most people don't care. The trailer park people don't care as long as they don't go to jail. The prosecutors rarely care unless there's a, a, a real victim. You know, police management doesn't care because if it's going to be very hard, I mean, if it's going to keep you past your time, shift time, you've got to get three layers of overtime, of, uh, management to approve your overtime, so don't do it. But from then on, man, I, was, I ruled that trailer park. When I needed something, I rolled out there because all those 11 people would thank me for not arresting them. For all that <laughs> Yeah, got some, yeah. Got some so, informants. Yeah, so I'd come back out when I need something, and I'd say, hey, man, you remember that deal the other day? I did, I give you deputy probation, so you owe me because you had them Air Jordans on that you stole from Dillard's. And then you go, I, I just, didn't steal them. Tommy stole them. I, I, just, was just, want know, I just want to know how long did you uh, did you play that Def Leppard tape in your uh, cruiser? I didn't have, we didn't have set, but I, you know, I didn't have set, but I could have, I would have. Yeah, Def, I'm just, I'm glad you knew who Def Leppard was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a final word. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. And on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast you can visit our webpage at from the shadows podcast dot go com or contribute to our facebook discussion page called after the shadows and tweet us on our twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from thank you for joining us and we look forward to hearing from you all until next time never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows we are out <laughs>
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.